Are you healthy? On today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by SEO Pro Lab, the company that I trust to keep Serve No Master at the top of Google. To save 10%, use the coupon code SERVENOMASTER at checkout. Go to servenomaster.com backslash SEO today. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author, Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. I recently had a full workup. Every aspect of my health checked out at a hospital in Thailand. During the course of two hours, I met with over a dozen nurses and two or three doctors. They checked my eyes, my blood, my blood pressure, everything. Anything that can go in or out of my body, they tested. I got the full workup for someone my age. Because of my living situation, I'm very far from emergency medical care. I'm not 10 minutes from the nearest hospital. I'm 30 minutes, and I'm half a day from a really tier one hospital. If I have a major emergency, the hospital I want to go to, it's going to take me several hours to get there at best. So... One of the things that's become very important to me is taking great care of my health. And I had this health scare. They ran my blood pressure at the start of the test and my numbers were so high they wanted to put me on blood pressure medication. Fortunately, before I let anyone put me on a serious medication like that, I said, let's do the test again. They retested, my numbers were fine. I was on the high side of totally fine. So not an excellent score, but like a B plus, if you will. This year, I've written several very successful books on health. I've written several books on diets, several books on diabetes, on hypertension, all of these heavy medical issues I've written for some of my clients. I do a lot of ghostwriting work and other projects. And those books have generated millions of dollars in sales. And I've done so much research on all of the medical elements. When I talk a lot about In my research, how I do a lot with Google Scholar, a lot of it comes from my research for medical projects. Anytime I do anything in the medical field, I read every study I can find. I want to know the exact death statistics. I want to know the latest research. I really want to be cutting edge so that I give maximum value to people. And the stuff I teach about and I learn from my research there, I apply in my own life. And having gone through a little blood pressure scare reminded me how important it is to take care of your health. I've lost a lot of weight in the last year, but I'm still nowhere near where I need to be. I still need to lose at least another 50 pounds to get where I want to be. And that means being very strict about many areas of my life. When we fall into this lifestyle, when we start working for ourselves, it's very easy to drift into very bad health habits. I can lose track of time and easily work 18 or 20 hours straight without getting out of my chair. My girlfriend will bring my meals to me at my desk. Since I work out of our bedroom, it's very easy for her to take care of me. I only leave the desk, get out of my chair to go to the bathroom. I can live like that. If I don't set up systems, my weight immediately starts going back up. In fact, today, my girlfriend made a comment about my weight and she said, you're starting to look fat. Now I weighed myself yesterday. My weight hasn't changed in a week. I weigh myself all the time. It hasn't been going down for the last couple of weeks, but it hasn't gone back up. Five minutes later, I was on my exercise bike. Anytime someone makes a comment or I get a little sign that my health is slipping, I take immediate action. I don't want to start feeling depressed. I don't want to let it take control of me. We need to be responsible for our own health. In the West, in America, in England, in a lot of countries, you know, we have 
amazing healthcare systems. We have really strong infrastructure, always within five or 10 minutes of a hospital. Most people in America, when they have to choose between bypass surgery and losing weight or going on a diet, they'll choose the bypass surgery. People get massive surgery on their stomachs to lose weight. We make these drastic decisions rather than altering our lifestyles. I'm the first to admit that my overweight problem is totally the result of my own behavior. My weight is the result of my decisions. It's the result of what I put in my body and how much I exercise. There are so many programs out there that have these very exciting and big promises and flashy techniques for losing weight. And they have these cool names and all these wonderful things. But at the end of the day, it's very simple. Exercise enough to take care of your body. There's a very simple diet you can follow. And you just control what you put in and what you don't put in. And you end up losing all the weight that you need. It's very important to make these decisions now. Our thought lives control our behavior and our behavior becomes our patterns. And if we have bad patterns now, it's going to hurt your health. It's going to have long-term consequences. People die of heart attacks in their 50s and 60s instead of living to be 90, 100, 110. You can take control of your health by making an active decision and saying, I'm responsible for this. That's the first step. If you take total responsibility for your current living situation, everything can change. I'm a fat guy, so I know what I'm talking about. When I weighed myself last year and was 272, I almost had a heart attack. At 5'9", my body was more fat than anything else. I was like 60% body fat. That's a scary number. There are a couple of simple things you can do to begin to take control of your health. One of the biggest problems we have is we don't understand how things work. Something that's always baffled me and I've always hated is how secretive doctors are about taking your blood pressure. They act like it's this big magical secret and they don't want you to know what they're doing. You know, they record your numbers and they don't tell you what's happening. And oftentimes, if you don't ask, they won't even tell you your blood pressure. That was something I experienced a lot. When I was in college, I took an EMT course. I was a volunteer in an ambulance for a year. I learned a lot of medical stuff during that time. I was even trained to deliver a baby, but no one ever let me do it. This secret information is ridiculous. It's one of the ways that doctors and nurses maintain this sense of power. It's totally necessary. Maybe they have these other reasons why they're secretive about it. But you should really learn what your different numbers mean and what you need to know. That's the first step of taking responsibility for your health, tracking your own numbers. You only need to measure a few numbers and you can be in control of your life. You should measure your weight. You should know your height, which doesn't change very often. So you have to lean your height once. And then you should know the circumference, like the measurement around your neck, around your chest, around your belly button, and around your bum. If you can measure those different locations on your body, you can really track everything. And if you can only do one just to your neck, neck is pretty, shockingly, it's pretty much the best one to track. You can start to see your condition. Now, I own a blood pressure machine. It cost me, I think, 30 or $32. I went to a pharmacy and bought one. Even where I live, they have them available here. I live in the middle of nowhere, and I was able to get one quite easily. So you can buy one, and you can also buy a blood pressure cuff, stethoscope on your own. Same thing. They sell them on eBay all day long. They sell them on Amazon all day long for like... 10 bucks or less. The most important number to track is your blood pressure. There's so many diseases and causes of death that are the result of blood pressure problems. I was watching this movie a couple of days ago, the new kickboxer movie, and the guy who dies early in the movie started to spoil the movie, but it's the same plot as the original one, which came out in the 80s. So hopefully, if you've seen it, you know this guy was in insane shape. He was a professional martial arts actor. He was a stunt double in a lot of movies for really big actors. And then 
some of those B-level kung fu moves he was a star. This guy was in amazing shape, shredded. He played the world kickboxing champion in this movie, in the start of the movie. He died in his sleep from a heart attack recently. You don't always have to be overweight to have problems. Many, many people in America have diabetes. We don't control certain behaviors. So before I tell you all these different rules you have to follow, that's too much. No one likes that. I'm not here to be your dad. What I want you to do is take responsibility for your own health. It's not up to your doctor. Every year in America, many people die from hospital mistakes. There are these recent studies I was reading, and the CDC doesn't accurately track this particular statistic, but there's new research starting to show that hospital accidents might be the third cause of death in America. Just going to the doctor increases your risk of something bad happening. It's not surprising. Having been on the other side of the medical emergency, and even if you just watched the TV show ER or one of those other doctor shows, when you're handling in an emergency room dozens or hundreds of patients a day, and there's all this math you have to do, all these little things, mistakes creeping in are statistical guarantee. If you make a thousand decisions a day and you only make one mistake a day, that's not very much. That's a statistically insignificant number, isn't it? It's one-tenth of one percent of your decisions or mistakes. But over time, as a doctor and a nurse in a hospital, those numbers add up and people start to die. And it's inevitable because no human is perfect. Even a totally robotic system would have little mistakes like that. The more you engage the healthcare system, the more likely you are to die earlier. I do everything I can to avoid having to deal with doctors. I take great care of my health. Because of that, I'm at that age now where I have these two young kids. I want to have more kids. If I were to die right now, my kids wouldn't be taken care of for the rest of their lives. They would be okay for four or five years, but they're not covered until they hit 18 yet. I don't have all the pieces in place that I want to have in place to take care of them. And so I'm very cautious about my health right now. I used to be very wild and very risque, eating horrible foods, smoking, doing extreme sports. I combined all the worst things you could possibly do as an adult. But now that I'm totally responsible for my health, I'm responsible for taking care of my kids, for protecting my family. There's so many people who depend on me. All of that changed. When you start to have kids, when you're your own boss, you really have to take responsibility for your health. And I'm sure some of the people listening to this episode are in great shape. I know that several people in the fitness niche, people who are personal trainers and in amazing shape, do follow me. So just as much as I perhaps know more about writing books or building a particular type of business. They know a great deal more than me about health. So rather than give you a ton of health advice, I would say start with a few very simple steps. The first is to take responsibility for your health. Say, you know what, I'm in charge of how long I live. Stop depending on your doctor. Doctors have a tendency to prescribe first. That's their first decision. And the amount of money that goes back and forth between pharmaceutical companies and doctors is horrifying. How often medications have to be recalled is horrifying. That entire industry is something you don't want to interact with if you can. The goal of a prescription medicine is to keep you sick enough that you have to keep taking the medicine, but not so sick that you die. That's the dream result because that's the maximum revenue point. If you take their medicine every day for years and years, then that's why those companies are billions and billions of dollars. They told me that I would be taking heart pills for the rest of my life, but it was a lie. It wasn't necessary. The doctors were wrong. The pharmaceutical companies were wrong. And oftentimes, you can remove yourself from these medications that you think are necessary. Doctors' businesses are structured in a very unfortunate way in our culture. The more patients a doctor sees a day, the more money he makes. Most people are, go to the doctor's office because they eat poorly. 
They don't take care of their health. They smoke. Those are the main reasons, the three causes of almost all of our health problems. It's, one of the, it's the main cause of type 2 diabetes. It's the main cause of hypertension, other heart problems. It's all these other problems, you know, are caused by things that we do. Your doctor would have to spend all day lecturing every single patient. And most of us don't want to hear it. It's not new information. You aren't surprised by anything I'm telling you. I'm not giving you any new information. The difference is that when you work for yourself, you have a lot more responsibility and you have to be a lot more serious. The infrastructure to take care of your health disappears. You don't drive to and from work, so stopping at the gym on the way home or the way to work no longer makes sense. It becomes a much more active decision. I have to actively decide to exercise every single day or I just won't think about it. Some days, I don't even leave my bedroom. I get up, I sit at my desk and work, I go to the bathroom, I go back into my room, maybe I sit on the porch a little bit, but I don't even leave the house at all. It's very easy to do that if I'm not paying attention. So you have to be very proactive. Deciding to trust someone else with your health when that's not how the business is structured. The doctor sees patient after patient. Sometimes you know you wait an hour, you see your doctor for five or 10 minutes, he doesn't have time to tell you all that other stuff. He has to give you the quick, or she has to give you the quickest solution with the most effectiveness. Let's say it took your doctor an hour to talk you into changing your diet and health. Now, instead of seeing 40 patients a day, your doctor sees eight. In order to turn you around, your doctor would have to take a 75% pay cut. Nobody's willing to do that. I certainly wouldn't be willing to do that if I was a doctor, so I totally get it. The problem is the structure of our system, and the problem is that people don't listen. So doctors, oftentimes, they turn to the easiest solution and the most profitable solution rather than the best solution. Take control of your health. Start making serious decisions. So what I recommend you do is start today. You can start by making the decision that, number one, you're totally responsible for your health. Whether you're healthy or unhealthy, you're now in charge of it. You're not going to pass the buck to a doctor. Number two, you're going to start tracking different parts of your health. You're going to know your numbers. You're going to learn what different things mean. As you reach different ages, they start testing for other things in your blood. You should learn the numbers you need to know. What's the difference between HDL and LDL? What's good versus bad cholesterol? What type of numbers do you need to see? What are the warning signs that something's wrong? Knowing these numbers will change your life. I've been there where a doctor or a nurse misinterpreted the data or they're using a different scale. As much as we want to pretend that all people are the same, different sized people, different genders, and even different ethnicities, we have a different mix of chemicals in our blood. When I'm in Thailand and they're measuring my numbers, guess what? A 105 kilo white guy is going to have different numbers than a 60 kilo Thai man. The diet we have, the way our bodies are structured, it's not all identical. And if I have to choose between being healthy and accurate and pretending that everyone's exactly the same inside their blood, well, I'm going to try and live long. I'd rather live longer. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but we all have different blood chemistry. That's just reality. My girlfriend and me have totally different blood chemistry, and my son will be completely different because he's from two different races. Be responsible. Be an adult about your health information. Every time a doctor recommends a medication, look it up on Google. Several years ago, they had to recall a diabetes medication because it was killing about 40% of the people that were taking it. A huge number. You could be on a medication that they're close to recalling without even knowing it. Never take a medicine you haven't looked up online. Always ask your doctor for multiple options. Did you know there's two different types of insulin? 90% of doctors don't even know that. They usually prescribe what's called human insulin rather than animal insulin. Most people, they used to use animal insulin, they would 
take the blood or the insulin from an animal or take uh, one of the organs, mash it up, and create insulin using animals. Unfortunately, a s- small percentage of people, 1% to 2% of people with diabetes, are allergic to animal insulin. So the whole culture switched to what's called human insulin, and that's a trick name. It has nothing to do with humans. It's made from bacteria. No human involvement. It's just a better branding name. Human insulin is cheaper to make and costs more. Pharmaceutical companies love using it, but guess what? There are some people that are allergic to that type of insulin. There are people out there who discover they have diabetes, they go to the doctor, the doctor puts them on human insulin, and the person gets sicker and sicker and sicker, and they can't figure out what's going on. And it, the doctors oftentimes, and they did a study in England of the NHS, 90 to 99% of the doctors there have no idea that there's two types of insulin now. They don't even know there's a second option. You have to do your own research. Stop depending upon your doctor. And it's totally reasonable. There are every day thousands and thousands of medications approved. The process for medication approval in America is horrifying. All they have to do is turn in two studies with positive results. They can run 500 studies, and in 498 of them, all the patients die. But if they have two positive studies, they're through. I also recently read some research. Almost all of the medical journals are owned by one company, and at least 50% of the studies published in them now are suspect because of the way those journals are run. So even the material that your doctor's reading in these journals is not always accurate because of the way pharmaceutical companies operate. They'll do whatever they can. I mean, come on, big tobacco still says that cigarettes don't kill you. Nobody believes that. Nobody could possibly believe that. It's so ridiculous. Everyone knows it's bad for you, but they just keep saying it because they can keep finding doctors and scientists that will put out these studies. Again, if you run a thousand studies, you're going to have that one aberration where no one gets sick and then they can say, oh, that's the real one. Take responsibility for your health, track your numbers, buy the tools you need. You don't have 20 or 30 bucks to buy a blood pressure cuff that could extend your life 40 years. That's the difference. You could increase your lifespan from 60 to 100. That's a huge number. So if I can leave you with one message today, it's that as you transition into this life where you're responsible for your business, you also need to become an adult who is responsible for their health. This will allow you to live longer, spend more time with your kids, and actually enjoy the fruits of our projects. I don't want to make you rich and then you die shortly thereafter. That would be very sad for me. I want you to follow me and have that great adventure, and that's what I'm really excited about. Taking responsibility for your health, learning what all the different numbers mean, and researching any medications you're taking and looking up alternatives and finding all of the information out there, that's the first step on the path to extending your life, having total health, and enjoying physical and health freedom. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Serve No Master podcast. Follow me at facebook.com backslash serve no master.